And we are back. It's a Tuesday. This is Real Talk. Jeff here. Brad, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Good. As promised, we're back on a Tuesday, here to give us our, our quick little rankings episode. And, uh, you know, I got to be honest, I don't feel great about mine. There's a lot of uncertainty. But I also feel like there was a little bit of clarity this weekend, and I'm excited to talk about it with you. Yeah, Um uh, just uh, for the audience here listening, we are uh, trying to make a conscious effort to do our best to not go off last year's headlines or what we wanted teams to be or maybe what we didn't expect. We're just trying to go based off after two weeks, what have we seen and what have teams showed us that either A, we already knew, or B, we didn't see coming. So uh, I'll hand it back to you, Jeff, and let's get right to it. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and kick us off. Um, before I give my outside looking in, I'll give that after my top 10. But the one thing I do want to note just for people that are, uh, that are listening is here this week, I left out the saints, the Buccaneers and the 49ers. I had all three of those teams in my top 10 last week. I took them all out. Biggest reason was before I go into my top 10, a, this isn't about what you did in the past. This is about what I've seen through two weeks of these, these three teams and though I'm high on the Niners, there's too many injuries to keep them in my top 10. Though I'm high on the Buccaneers, I haven't seen Tom Brady or this team produce on the field yet, even against a bad defense this past week in, in Carolina. And the Saints, honestly, they beat the Bucs, but I'm not so high on the Bucs right now. And they lost to the Raiders, who I'm actually pretty low on, and I guess we'll continue to see if that team uh, rises anymore. But here we go. Here's my top 10. Coming in at number 10. We got the New England Patriots. Uh, they're down one spot from last week, one and one. They lost to one of the hottest teams in the league, uh, and in my opinion, the best quarterback in the league. And they lost by one yard. So we're talking one yard from a New England potentially being in the top five of my power rankings this week. But uh, they come, a, they come a Bobby Wagner blowing up a pulling guard away from uh, from being there. So right now they're going to come in at number ten. Number nine, they're debuting on my uh, top ten this week. The Tennessee Titans. I, it, I actually struggled to keep them this low. I just am higher on the eight teams ahead of them. Here's why they're in the top ten this week. First off, Ryan Tannehill. It's working. Everything that Ryan Tannehill is doing is working out. And I, if you guys think differently, I can't, I can't imagine why. And Derrick Henry, though... I think both myself and Brad have said this. I don't think this is sustainable for him to take 28 to 30 some odd carries a game, but right now it's it's working and this team is well coached and they're in their winning. Coming in at number eight and they're debuting as well. Um, this team's two and zero and they're plus 19 in the uh, point differential. The Arizona Cardinals, a, a great week one victory over uh, the 49ers, and you know they played the Niners when they were relatively healthy. And then this week they beat up on a Washington team that was, to be honest, flying pretty high after beating the Eagles, regardless of what we think the Eagles are. Uh, so 
more to see from them, obviously, but the Cardinals come in at number eight. Coming in at number seven, also debuting this week for me, the LA Rams. Um, probably could have had this team higher as well, but I'm just higher on every other team going into this weekend. But they could easily be at least one spot higher. But the LA Rams, a plus 21, it's actually good for third best in the league right now, a plus 21 point differential. Um, Rams got things clicking. Coming in at number six, up two spots from last week, the Buffalo Bills, 2-0. and uh, They're only plus 13 in the point differential right now, and they've only played two division rivals, but those are two big games. Division rivals, no matter who you're playing, are big games. Um, it's funny because they're playing the Rams this weekend, so we're going to have a, a nice little distinguisher between those two teams. I have the Bills ahead of them, but honestly, I could see the Rams beating them. Uh, if I had to pick the game right now, I think I would take Buffalo to win, but it, it would be close, very close game, and probably relatively low scoring. Coming in at number five, they're up one spot from last week, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they did enough to win this week, so I am going to raise their spot. Uh, 2-0, and plus 15. I, there's not too much more to say. I, I would like to see them play a really good opponent. Uh, so far, they've played younger quarterbacks. And there's nobody better in the run game than them right now. They're dominating the run game for opposing teams. So they're going to be at number five. Up one spot to number four. I got the Green Bay Packers, 2-0. and uh, Their plus 30 point differential is good for second in the league. They're actually just beating teams down. And they have a very big game against the Saints this weekend, which I have them winning. I just think they're more complete offensively and defensively. I think they'll get the job done. Uh, I think Green Bay moves to 3-0 this coming week. Coming in at number three, also up one spot, taking over where the Saints were last week, the 2-0 Seattle Seahawks. This team, I considered moving down. I also considered moving them up. I'm not really sure what to think of the Seattle Seahawks right now. Here's what I do like. They're scoring a lot of points. Russell Wilson has been dominant. Here's what I don't like. They're giving up a ton of points, a ton of points and a ton of yards. They've given up back-to-back 400-plus-yard weeks. There's not a lot going on defensively with this team, even though they have a couple studs back there with, with Adams and Wagner. There's a lot to like, but there's also a lot to dislike. It would not shock me to see Seattle struggle offensively when we can get blown out by a team. Like That's just where I'm at with them as far as their defense. I think that's something they can get cleaned up. I still have them at number three. Coming in at number two, I thought about, again, like I said, moving this team down, but I'm going to keep them here um, for the simple fact of I just think they're going to keep rolling there. I think they potentially will lose this weekend, but the Kansas City Chiefs, 2-0 and through so far through the year. Um, they dominated week one. Week two, they struggled and came back to win, which is super impressive to me, uh, plus 17 and point differential. Uh, the, the Chiefs stay pat at number two. Coming in at number one, the most dominant team in the league, the Baltimore Ravens, 2-0, and with a plus 49-point differential. They're blowing everyone out. They're not playing in close games. Should be a super fun Monday night football game between the Ravens and the Chiefs this weekend. Um, on my outside looking in, uh, two teams that, to be honest, I'm just not sure what they are, but they deserve to be talked about. The Chicago Bears and the Las Vegas Raiders, both 2-0. and both could potentially be in my in my top 10 next week, or both could potentially still be out based off of what happens. 
these are two teams that I don't think a lot of people have high expectations for, but they're playing well right now and need to be at least discussed. Yeah, that's a good list. I guess I'll just waste uh, no time, just get right into mine. I started out, they fall down a little bit. I have the Buffalo Bills. They are 2-0, and and they are at the top of their division, but that's just it. I think the two wins that they have are against the Jets and Dolphins, and uh, the Dolphins came down to a nail-biter. But what can you say about Josh Allen? Is that sustainable? We'll see, but they're getting absolutely MVP-like of performance out of Josh Allen. If that starts to decline, you'll see this team decline too, but call it as I see it, they're 2-0. and um, coming in at nine and eight, kind of want to do these together, but at nine, I, I have the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, their defense has a ton of questions that need to be answered and they didn't even register a sack last game, but this team has put up 30 points in back-to-back games. Mike Mayock, John Gruden, they've somehow put an offense together here. That's explosive. I know everybody here probably watched a Monday night. They've got a fantastic running back, a dominant tight end a bunch of speed on the outside, and even with injuries, their O-line still looked really, really good against a Saints front. So I like the Raiders, and right next to them at eight, I have the Patriots. Um, I just The only reason I kept them out last week was I wanted to see more from the Patriots because it was still so new, but they still have the best head coach in the NFL. They had the best loss of the weekend, not even close, and I wanted to know if Cam could throw. Well, he threw it 44 times. And he he was spreading the ball all around. They showed that they are not a one-trick pony, and that's all I wanted to know is if they're a one-trick pony. Patriots and Raiders play this weekend, so that should be a fun game. And number eight, they stay where they always have been for me two weeks through the Titans. Um, Again, one of the most deceptive teams to me. I don't know how it works, but they've won 11 of their last 15 games, so they're just on fire. Um, Number seven, I have the... Uh, Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray is a man on fire right now. One of the best dual threat quarterbacks in the game. DeAndre Hopkins, the whole wide receiver core. Defense is playing really good. They beat the 49ers before they were riddled with injuries. So you got to take that win for what it was. I think the Cardinals are definitely a top seven team in the NFL. Um, At number six, I have the Steelers falling one spot. I still believe they have the best defense. They definitely have the best run defense. Uh, Them and the Buccaneers are the top two. Um, But I just want the Steelers to play one opponent that uh, has struck fear into people. We beat the Giants and Broncos. And if we beat the Texans in week three, all three of our wins will come against 0-3 opponents. I know the Texans have played the Chiefs and the Ravens, so maybe that win gets looked at a little differently. But... It'll be the first quarterback they play. It'll be interesting to see how that game goes. We are going to move right along to number five, the Rams. I believe two years ago, the Rams went to the Super Bowl and lost. And then they switched places last year with the 49ers. And then those two teams have switched places once again. The Rams are a Super Bowl contender. I would even argue they're better than they were the team that they had in the Super Bowl run. Uh, Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald are a nightmare for opposing offenses, just the two of them together. And that offense is clicking on all cylinders. Again, the whole, the whole top seven here, I'm looking at quarterback coach combos, Sean McVay, Jared Goff. That's number five falling two spots. I thought about this actually quite a bit, but I have the chiefs at the fourth spot. Um, The chargers had them dead to rights. 
it took Mahomes absolute magic, which you can say he's done that his whole career, and that's fine. But it took the dying embers of that game for the Chiefs to squeak out a win against the Chargers. And I don't think anybody takes the Chargers seriously, or at least they don't if they're really going to start Tyrod Taylor again. We'll probably get into that tomorrow. But um, I dropped the Chiefs to four because I believe we have a definitive top three teams in the NFL, starting with the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is just destroying the league. They lead the league through two games and points scored. Um, he's the only player since the start of last season to have over 4,500 4, yards, over 30 touchdowns, and less than five picks. Aaron Rodgers doesn't turn the ball over, and he makes you pay every chance you give him. So I have the Packers at number three. I just a uh, little bit of a Devontae Adams injury away from me putting them a little higher. And number two and one, respectively, is the best quarterback and then the best team. I have Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks at the number two spot. They rank 32nd in the NFL in defense, and I have them at number two. That speaks to what I think of Russell Wilson, and I don't think I need to say any more about the Seahawks. Number one is the Ravens. You can look at 31 teams in the NFL, and you can tell me their weak point. You cannot do it to the Baltimore Ravens. They are strong in every facet of the game, everywhere on the field. And a little peep to Jeff Halbert here said, Harrison Bucker is the best kicker in the NFL. I'm going to do a hard pump on the brakes here. Justin Tucker is still the best kicker. They still have the best special teams. The Ravens are the team to beat in the NFL. They're a different team when it comes to the playoffs, but that's not what we're ranking right now. Through two weeks, they're the best team. And that's my rankings. And I know a lot of people might be shocked that the Saints fall off my list as well, but I would challenge you to tell me if you think the Saints are better than any of those 10 teams that either of us just named. Um, the Buccaneers were very hard to keep off my list. They got their first W, but it was against the Carolina Panthers. Um, but Leonard Fournette emerged. That's a positive. And that front seven has put the brakes on Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey both. So this team's only going to get better. And uh, they're going to be a force later in the year. But that's the list. What do you think? No, I agree with a lot of it. You know, a couple of teams that we didn't include this week, you know, the, the Saints it, I'm turned off by them right now. I I expected. First off, I thought the Bucks were better than they were, so it's wrong of me to have the Saints as high as I did last week. But second, I mean, the the Bucks are a they're a running team, and until if they get that figured out, they're going to be up back in the top ten. The Saints without Michael Thomas, I'm not sure what they are, because they're not a vertical team. Emmanuel Sanders had one catch this past week. They're not really a great running team. Kamara's not dominant on the ground, and they're not going to just hand the ball over to Murray for 20 carries because that puts Kamara off the field. I'm just not sure what the Saints are. And, and Drew Brees, everyone's so so gung-ho to jump on Tom Brady's back or even Roethlisberger's back or even Kirk Cousins' back. Drew Brees hasn't been great this year. He really hasn't. Stats stats are, uh, are, are there to see it and – uh, it doesn't take a genius to to watch the game tape and be like, you know what? Drew Brees just isn't as good as he was two years ago, you know? So uh, the 49ers, so a team that I'm still very high on, but right now it's increasingly hard to continue to back them when they're dropping like flies. They have the, probably the most injuries in the league at this point. It's just they're snake bitten. And after what I watched the last couple of weeks, I'm, I'm definitely with you there. The, the Rams are – the Rams have returned to form. 
which, you know, I brought up on our on our NFC West breakdown, and if I'm not mistaken, that episode. I don't, one of the one of our episodes had audio issues. I don't remember if it's that one or not. But I I was actually higher on the Rams than I believe everybody else, me, you and and Nick. But I just didn't know that they could be this good again. You know, so so quickly at least. So so quickly, yeah. It just seems like they had so much turmoil, and I also thought they ruined their team with uh, with cap space and draft capital and things like that. But as of right now. It doesn't I matter think, about that. It, it matters about what you can do in week two and week three and week four, and, and they're, yeah. they're winning games, and they're doing it convincingly. I also think something about the Rams is, um, you know, the Chargers still feel like San Diego Chargers. The Rams feel like the L.A. Rams. Yeah. Like, it's almost like it's their city. Like, I, I don't know if that plays something into, like, the mentals, but I feel like maybe just walking around, they see more Rams pump than Chargers. It's really their city. It's their SoFi Stadium. But I want to just say a little peep to a team that we're not really talking about. The Chicago Bears are 2-0. and yeah. Nick and I had them winning the division yeah. in the, in the pre, preseason rankings. What We thought it was Nick Foles, but even with Mitch Trubisky, because most we put it mostly on the defense and a lot of their new weapons on the perimeter. But this team goes and plays the Falcons this week a team that is the most unpredictable team in the league to say the least but if they can win that game and become three and oh w's talk and the bears are two and oh so we got to keep them at least on the radar i don't think we should have a top 10 ranking shown it with 11 two and oh teams and not at least mention all of them so the bears, no, I, keep it the bears. I, you know i definitely i i mentioned there in my outside looking in and a lot of that just has to do with what my expectations are for them this year and what my expectations are for Mr. Trubisky. But uh, like you said, they're playing the Falcons this week who have given up. Get ready. 78 points through two weeks. That's a lot. If Trubisky can put up a 30-burger, it will be plenty. But, you know, mind you, the, the Falcons, are, are they've scored 64. I mean, they're averaging 32 points a game. I think 30, though from the bears will be enough because this will be the best defense that Atlanta's faced so far. So with all that said, I think that, uh, that wraps up another rankings episode. Make sure you guys listen tomorrow though, for our complete game by game breakdown. Those episodes tend to run a little bit longer and these ones tend to run a little bit shorter. Anything else, Brad? No, I'm excited through uh, two weeks of football. It's good to be back, and um, I think there's more storylines than we could have hoped for. The injuries are terrible, but so far I think it's been a really good NFL season for a lot of people here on the Real Talk page. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, mind you, I just want to give one more reminder that this Sunday we will be once again live on the Facebook page at 9 a.m. to talk NFL Sunday. So I hope you guys can join us. One more thing before we go, I'd like to issue a challenge. Uh, we're just under a hundred people on the Facebook page. I believe we the last number I seen was 86. I would love, 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 love to get that number over a hundred for this weekend. And hopefully we can see one out of five people on the Facebook page for a good 20 people this weekend. Yep. I think that would be super 88. cool. We're up to 88. We need 12 88. more. So we need 12 more. Let's get Tom, TB 12 more people uh, to add by this Sunday. And uh, I would love to see 20 people tune in for the live show. 
This will be 12 more people. Put it on a t-shirt. TV 12 more people. All right, guys. We love you. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a good one. See you.